There are a lot of things you can appreciate about your significant other, but perhaps the most important and least appreciated is the way your significant other changes you. This Valentine's Day, why not go on a weekend retreat which celebrates just that? Eat food that's kind of grown on you now. Watch a movie you used to hate until you watched it while holding that special someone's hand. Sleep on sheets with a thread count you used to think was a waste of money, but you've now come to depend upon. Here at the Royal Upford Resort and Spa, we truly believe that there is no part of a relationship that can't be exploited and monetized. Join us this Valentine's Day and let us prove it's true. Changing with your significant other. It used to be overlooked. Now, it's making us bank. The Royal Upford Resort and Spa, where every part of your relationship is appreciated for the cash it makes us. Join us for a Valentine's Day experience that celebrates your relationship for what it is. Yes, come to see you. Welcome to the Up For Discussion podcast, the only show on the internet where we talk about the things we talk about in the order that we talk about them. I am your enunciating host, Simon Peltier. I'm your never enunciating host, Tom Zelatney. I'm just plain old Kate Bradley. <laughs> I'm the, the middle bear, Adrian Schell. <laughs> Like the, in the house, like with the porridge, like the yeah, Chicago little, uh, middle bear, God, uh, Goldilocks. Bear. Oh, right, right, right. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, Goldilocks in the house with the porridge. <laughs> Kate, you're always very enunciaty. You enunciate very. Do well. I? Yeah, I think so. Well, that's that's a positive. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how are we all, how are we all doing on this gray drab day? I'm super sleepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm scattered a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We're all sleepy scattered. <laughs> it's a it's a tired is this, night. Is this gonna be another ASMR? <gasps> <gasps> oh, no, no, it's not. No, it's not. But I speaking was of to that, that one subtle. no, it's not. <laughs> speaking of ASMR, I've been following this chick on Instagram that cuts through soap with a with a with an exacto knife, and it just sort of crackles and it goes through slowly. She's called ASMR. Soap princess. Is it? <laughs> so, important question. Dry soap yes. or wet soap? Dry soap. Because dry soap is a... Th- those are two very different sounds. But yeah, Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I actually one of them prefer is to like, watch it without the sound. One of them is a nice like... Like butter. And then like the other butter. one is a... It's more crackly, know. but you're on the right track. No. <laughs> that's the wet one, clearly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh. Yeah, the I wet get- one is this, but then the nice dry one is... No, it crackles. Oh, no. It's loud crackling. <laughs> I made no sounds. I, <laughs> I made the motion you and just made, made no a sound. gesture. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like wet soap and exacto blades is just a bad combo. Yes. Oh, so much slipping. It sounds yeah. dangerous. I know, I know so many artists who would get really upset at that combo and be like, "No, don't put your blade in the. What are you doing?" 
artists? Yeah, like like <laughs> visual artists would get mad at someone using an exacto yeah, knife on they, soap. They, they use like because they, they would it, get rusty. They use it to to cut through things. Hmm. They use exa- also like exacto. if it's a roommate situation. Stop yeah. using my exacto knife. I mean, oh. if yeah, if how I, often does that come? I, up? I don't. Think <laughs> I don't that know. I, I was just. I've, I'm. A, I'm around a lot of like designers for the theater, and they use a lot of exacto knives, and I feel mm. like they get really upset if they saw their exacto knife being used to cut soap, wet soap. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I cut something in the bathroom today. Cheese. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, this is not even a joke. Um, <clears throat> I was thinking about. I have some like candles that are burnt to the end of mm-hmm. their use yes but they're like in jars uh and there's still a lot of wax left mm-hmm. but the wick won't burn anymore and i was like what can i do with this and i cut some of the wax out and put it in a different candle like mm. i just dropped it in uh, with the rest of it yeah. and now that candle has like three different smells and it's lovely <laughs> you, you gotta make sure you pair the smells right oh i did okay. <laughs> yeah. what, what did you mix which ones so the uh the dominant candle now is uh, <laughs> <clears throat> uh times fraser fur scented it's a a, you know spruce kind of smell did i you said fraser in there though didn't you (laughs) yeah fraser fur is a kind of okay i I did but i I also have to it also took me a minute about fraser every episode yeah it took me a minute to realize that it wasn't fraser the show (laughs) fraser the tree yeah i was like is it a is it a fraser themed candle i don't get it that's what i was thinking (laughs) it smells like scrambled eggs there's photo on the front is it is it the one that comes in a tin that you got it that they that you could get indigo around christmas no i got it from uline yeah um and anyway and then i've got uh, a little bit of like a ginger scented candle in there Ooh. and a little bit of a peach scented candle. Yeah. I feel like you'd need the ginger to make it to make it work. Yeah. If it was just peach and and Fraser fur, that would be a weird combo. Yeah. And the ginger and the peach together is a really nice combination. Yeah. Just to begin with. Yeah, so. I can't handle that mix anymore because I had shrooms with tea and it was a ginger uh. it was a peach ginger tea and now it just makes me want to vomit so you've done shrooms men- <laughs> yes i've done shrooms. <laughs> that's cool yeah. i almost did shrooms once <laughs> yeah no i think yeah the the the, the yep you've said that yep. one yeah. i yep. love yep. stories that start with i almost blah yeah. blah yeah. then you're always like oh that could have been a great story yeah yeah, yeah. narrowly yeah. avoided yeah. <laughs> yeah what was your shroom experience like let's talk about kate's shrooms let's talk let's about talk shrooms. about mental kate's shrooms I, 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 stop me if i've said this before audience they can't they, they will have not no stop power no, they will have not. no stop um throw your phone away if she has said this before the, the first one phone. you deserve it yeah oh for sure but you can't always afford it because they're so expensive i mean they're gonna have to if you've said this before but this is all this is all for naught if, <laughs> if you've, never, if you've said never said it. it before so without further ado kate bradley uh kate bradley. in br- in brief that's so french <laughs> in brief God damn it. in bruges the first trip was not particularly strong, uh, but we were walking outside and I would confuse, uh, for example, small black windows with a man running or like a pile of wood with a with a blue tarp as a child bent over like like quickly, you know, that type of you, you turn your head and then you think you saw something and you turn back and it's not that. And then later in the evening, it was like kaleidoscope when I closed my eyes. Whoa. Which was super <laughs> cool. Then the other time. Uh, that sounds nauseating. Yeah. No, at that point it wasn't. It wasn't. Okay. It was just like hip- hypnotizing. Mesmerizing. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was just whoa. And then more recently, uh, doing higher dosage, and then just feeling nauseous for two hours and fighting that, and everything is like moving. And I would, I would just lay in the grass and look at the clouds, and they're just like, fusing together and all that kind of shit. And then, and then uh, Paul and I would spend like two hours with 
uh, like each on a couch, buried in the pillows, crying or snort, like snotting all over the place and just like listening to various sound tracks that Paul had set up. And it's just like the visual stuff that you see with your eyes closed is beyond anything I'd seen before. And then stuff like that. Like, oh. the, yeah, one of the, at one point, Paul and I were like, uh, clutching each other crying and we were each crying for a completely different reason and he was seeing uh, some stuff and i was seeing like golden snakes with with gems and like a blue crystal river turning into red with like skeleton people and stuff it was like pretty fucking crazy yep that's shrooms yeah yeah Yeah, Topics of High Importance, a podcast where we get high and explore food, science, gaming, pop culture, and beyond. Filled with super tangents, forgetful flubs, and that awkward kind of tension that can only be produced by a married couple. Topics of High Importance on the Upford Network. Join us, won't you? <laughs> That is shrimps. Yeah. You know what else is shrimps? <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com. <laughs> Guys, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's not. It's disgusting outside. It's a time when we look at our fellow humans <laughs> with warmth. A time when we sip tea and appreciate the freedom to do so. Just not ginger peach tea. A time when we think about casting off the yoke of tyranny from those who toil beneath it. I definitely thought you were going to say castrate. I'm sorry. Keep going. It's time to castrate <laughs> Simon. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. <laughs> That's right. It's George Washington's birthday on Thursday. And here at Up for Discussion, we know that means family. Now, maybe you can't give a birthday present to old George this year. After all, his birthday cake alone contained 40 eggs. Do you have 40 eggs? I didn't think so. You can't make George a cake. Don't even try. But if you pledge to us on Patreon, the online donation service that makes it easy to support your favorite creators, we promise that me, Tom Zalat, and I will receive your pledge while wearing my George Washington costume, and I will pour one out for the real leader of the free world. This myself. is a, a much more high concept. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah we've seen before. before. I, I was gonna yeah. say these these uh, these copies get more and more convoluted as they go. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It comes it comes with the territory of updating it on a weekly basis. Yeah. I think uh, if you pledge as little as a dollar a month to us on Patreon, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks, <laughs> of fine patriots like Patrick, <laughs> Gabriel, Kendallin, Candice, Eric, Carlea, Thomas, George, and Alex. And if you give at least five dollars a month, you get to tell us what to talk about once per cycle on the show. Someone want to tell them our things. First <laughs> Patreon topic comes from Kendallin, mm-hmm. who asks, no one should ever change for someone else. But when you're in a relationship, you can't help but be changed subtly by the person you're with. Since for the first time in Up for Discussion history, all of you have a significant other, what are some of the ways you've changed since you started dating your SO? Hmm. Right. Okay. <sighs> So, see, I kind of disagree with that. Well, the word I hate the word should, but Mm -hmm. I think that there are definitely positive changes one can make for their for their partner. And this is possibly because I chose to make that decision. So that's why I think it's the right decision, because otherwise I would be wrong and everything would spiral out of control. But um, (laughs) I'm less bitchy. I don't (laughs) nag as much. I don't judge as much. All things that uh, came at their root from wanting to be a better person for Paul. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that that speaks to like learning empathy from Mm -hmm. being in close contact Mm. with a person that you like give a shit about, right? Mm -hmm. Like I think especially when you live with your partner, you kind of have to get good at like not being an asshole. Yes. (laughs) And like also like be more patient with them. 
than than you would if you like you know didn't live together right yeah mm-hmm. yeah for sure mm-hmm. for sure yeah and i i agree with you that like there like the very fact of being in a relationship like means that you have to make some changes to yourself because if you're in a relationship and you continue living the same way you would if you were single that's going to piss off your but that's probably going to piss off yeah. your significant other. Yeah. Right. I feel like they're not a significant other if you keep living as a single person. Yeah. They're like mm-hmm. decoration. You know? Yeah. Like you, you, <laughs> have, you have to make space in your life for that person. And mm-hmm. like that's, mm. that requires making change. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know, even if it's just emptying out the bottom drawer in your dresser so that they can put all their, all their stuff, then do that. Yep. You know, even if it means throwing out the old toothbrush that you haven't used in months so that they can put in their toothbrush, that's space. That's a change. Wait, you do, you, do you share a toothbrush? No, but I uh, <laughs> I, ke- I keep all my old toothbrushes. Okay. Like passports? No, no that's true. <laughs> I, for some reason, doubted the the plural of toothbrushes. I was like, is it tooth? Toothbry. <laughs> Toothbry. It was just a split second, but that's what that hesitation was. It was like, is that the right why wouldn't that be the right plural? No, that's that's what it is. <laughs> you got there. <laughs> I can do it. How about you, Adrian? Yeah, this this is a real fucker of a question. <laughs> I I met Michael when I was twenty three, and I am now thirty seven. Um, I just to I looked this up because um, just to paint a picture, uh, two thousand four. The movie Spider-Man 2 came out. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I was um, 11 years old. Yeah. Uh, Facebook had <laughs> launched, but I don't think I joined it till like 2007 or 8 because it wasn't popular yet. Mm-hmm. That's when I joined um, I, I believe I had a Motorola Razor phone at the time. Nice. <laughs> good model, good model. Yeah. Um, it was one year after the mission accomplished uh, George W. Bush, like, Iraq invasion <laughs> right <laughs> so i to say how i've changed uh, like the, the whole world has changed i have moved and lived in various locales uh, like to to separate like who, who i was at that time you know like I, I just can't even like wrap my head around who would I be or what changes have existed in that period of time? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, oof. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's say in the last five years. Let's say that. Oh, God. Uh, so my philosophy on, on relationships, having done it for such a long time, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call back to my good friend Data on The Next Generation. <laughs> yes. Uh, when asked about relationships and friendships, he says that um, they change the pathways in his neural net and uh, from that point on, and he grows accustomed to them and that um, if they were to go away, that he would miss them. Aww. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think that, yeah, like you you change and you grow together and you have that shared history in a way that no one else does. Mm, yeah. That you can just glance over and be like, you need a snack. Yeah. To like know all of your, your history and uh, how things will affect you. And um, you know, that that's something you can only build over time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah. yeah but that's really interesting also like because i i really directly attributed it to doing it for 
Paul and wanting to keep that relationship. But it's true that like things happening around me, like school and work and all that kind of stuff must have had an impact as well. Mm. It's not just, mm. you know, but yeah. although I, I do behave differently with him than I do with the general public. Mm-hmm. I feel like, as I've mentioned before, like strangely and unfortunately, he gets like a, a not a darker picture of me. But um, yeah. I think that makes sense, though. Yeah, I think the people we're closest with are going to see our truest selves. Right? Yeah, yeah. And we often hide yeah. our darkness. But then it all, all the little pieces come together and and then mold <laughs> you and you shape it throughout yeah. the years and change and. Yeah, I've always uh, likened our, our relationship to the Hall of Justice. <laughs> I fucking love your references. I get your references. I don't. <laughs> Let's What's the Hall that. of Justice? It's it's where like Superman and and Wonder Woman like where they all come together like oh. in their little fortress. Yeah, isn't and, it isn't it his like fortress of solitude? No, that's Superman has a yeah. That's a different. Thing. It's a different thing. Okay, that's where he goes little... when he's tired of other people yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. but then there's the clubhouse yeah continue <laughs> <laughs> so uh, michael and i have very um different we're very counterbalanced to one another we're very much opposites in most respects and have really different uh interests and and um but like whatever is happening in the outside world like we have this this place that we come back to mm-hmm. that is like the safe spot yeah um where you can just kind of chill out and be yourself and it's all of the, like the the best of yeah you know. hmm. Hmm. totally safety security mm-hmm. yeah hmm. understanding yeah i think a, a major thing that i've been figuring out is like I, I think there's a lot of assumptions that i make about people uh about people like i think that i assume that people think the way i think a lot more than people do. Uh, and, and that's one thing that like, you know, yeah, like like dating and living with Teffer, I'm like, I've been kind of realizing gradually that she like deals with stuff differently than I do. Mm-hmm. And like both in terms of like how we do like housework and in terms of like how we respond to like emotional stuff. And like mm-hmm. it is, it, I think especially in the beginning stages of relationship, it's really important to identify that early on and figure out like, okay, where is this conflict coming from, right? Like, yeah. why why am I having this experience of this? Mm. You're having this experience of this, but we're in the exact same situation. Like, what's <laughs> how, what, what are the fundamental things that are different about us that yeah. are causing us to see this differently? Mm-hmm. And how can we learn to, like, both be sensitive to each other's things and kind of, like, I guess, adapt our own things to fit mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. each other's? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, mm. yeah. Which is not something, like... <clears throat> Yeah, I guess it's just not something I've ever really, like, had to do before. Because, yeah. like, my longest relationship in the past that was serious at all, like... Was under a year. Was under... Well, it was... Yeah, it was exactly a year. Yeah. And we were 15. <laughs> so, like, yeah, yeah. you don't do a whole lot of emotional growth when you're 15. No. Like, not that, quite. you know, the r- relationships end when you're a teenager, yeah. like, after a while, because you realize that the other person will not change because you're a teenager. Like, yeah. so I've never really been faced with, like, having to... become a better person Uh, and like a large part of that is like loving yourself more yeah um because yeah i think that i i am a person whose instinct is to like not trust myself and whose instinct is to like put myself down and like you know I, i think that having a partner who supports you and calls you out on that as well is mm-hmm. really important because then you kind of learn to like just care about yourself more 
But you also learn to like better. recognize those patterns, like yeah. as they start to happen, right? Like having having someone who's there to say like, "Hey, you're doing this thing again." That teaches you to go, oh, like even before that start that call out happens, then at some point you're like, oh, I'm about to do that. I'm, I'm about to get yeah, called yeah. out on something. Yeah, <laughs> I need to stop. I'm about doing to it. do something that would get me called out. Let me stop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And oh and yeah, for sure. It's like you were saying before, Kate. Like you, when you start to realize what things you do that are selfish and shitty and upset your partner, you gradually train yourself out of them hopefully because part partly out of fear of your partner leaving you yeah but partly out of knowing that that will actually make you a better person yeah 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 mm-hmm. and make them happy yeah you know like yeah. it's but they're like for sure there's the fear there's the fear you yeah, know yeah. i have to fit into yeah. this thing but definitely the the self-respect as well like for for many years all the changes i made were for him mm-hmm. you know as opposed to and 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 to like make the atmosphere more livable but mm. without actually taking care of my own mind yeah, yeah. um and in the past couple of years it's been more balanced because that i think yeah. is the, the key right is the balance because totally. if you if then one person is changing a bunch and the other person is, isn't shifting at all then that's when it becomes a problem yeah mm-hmm. i think um, i grew up in a, a situation where i learned to make as small as an impact as, as possible, like the smallest footprint imaginable just to get out of everybody else's way and to uh, just make sure, you know, like I'm not in any trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's a really difficult thing to, for me to um, kind of misplace out of my, my personality um, to uh, like stake my own desires or mm-hmm. to recognize them or to, to make those things important. And I think one of the things that I really had to learn was to, you know, say, like, this is okay what I'm doing. Like, I don't need to uh, make all the room for for somebody else. Like, I need to, uh, you know, make my own stake for for things that Mm. um, are are me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Occasionally there's things where it's like, like any time that there's one of those, like, conflicting ideas, like, you know, if you and your partner don't see eye to eye on something it's going to have to go, it's going to have to lean a little more toward one of you being right and one of you being wrong. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's never, it'll sometimes reach a perfect compromise in the middle, Yeah. but often there'll be things where it's like, actually like we both are just going to have to like continue doing things the way we do them, yeah. but at least be sensitive to the fact that mm-hmm. it annoys the other person. That's that. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's it. Cause I was, I was hitting a wall at one point where it was just like when Paul and I disagree about something, which is often like some shit on social media, like an article we've seen. <laughs> and then we're, we're clashing opinions and then we're both pissed off and we don't talk to each other. And then it's just like, it's not, I get that you can have your own opinion. I'm pissed off because of how you spoke to me right now or mm. how, how you just, yeah. you just shut off and, mm. and, and turned away. Like it's, it's about mm. how you're interacting with the other person rather than like, I need you to believe what I believe. Yeah. I've definitely, <laughs> one thing that like I've been called out on a lot is like, I have a tendency when I'm, I have a tendency to get really quiet in two situations. The first is when I'm thinking about what just was said to me. And the second is when I'm pissed about what was just said to me. Uh Uh, And I, you know, if you are the person who just said the thing to me and you don't know which of those two things it is, it can be really difficult. (laughs) (laughs) I've never like cared about, you know, anyone who's been in that situation before. Right. Usually when I'm like, dealing with you know criticism it's not from people that i'm in love with <laughs> and so yeah, yeah. I, you know like whenever there's like a conflict if if something comes up like and i start getting really quiet tefra will be like you can't just get quiet right now because i'm going to worry that like yeah. you're pissed yeah, at me yeah. and nine times out of ten i'm like i'm not pissed i'm thinking <laughs> and but I, you know you 
I'm realizing about myself that I need to like get out of that instinct of immediately shutting in and kind of thinking yeah. and like figure out how to be like, okay, I hear that. Let me think about this for a second. Yeah. <laughs> so that there's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you know, cause, cause my instinct is really just to be like, hmm. <laughs> and then just I use yeah. radio texting. silence. <laughs> I use texting in those, in those situations. If I have to like uh. before I would just storm off and, and like shut down for hours. Mm. Um, now, if I have, if I come to that point, because we've improved on our communication, if I come to that point, I go downstairs, I need my space, but I'm just like, I'm, I'm okay with what happened or whatever, like just explaining why I'm downstairs and why I'm alone so that he can just uh, gauge the, the Oh, so you text him. I text Paul. I yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I wasn't sure if it was like, I Who need to text I, other people I just right text now. Other people. <laughs> <laughs> I'll respond yeah. to you in a minute, Paul. Let me just text someone. Yeah, yeah. That wouldn't make it worse at all. <laughs> Simon just sent me a really nice gif and I have to respond to him. So just give me a second. Uh, yeah. Simon says gif. That's yes, what do you do. say? Uh, gif. What do you say? Gif. I also say gif. But uh, what you were saying also the like, this is a weird segment, but um, that the, it's, the, I find the hardest behaviors to break are the ones that you built to protect yourself. Yeah. Because yep. if you were keeping yourself safe by staying out of everybody's mm-hmm. hair, then that becomes super fucking that, hard to change. Can you, can you yep. say that first sentence again, but like really slowly? Simon says gif. <laughs> <laughs> no, just the, then he's like, because I, 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 I need. I feel like I need to hear it again. What did I actually say? About the, the ones, you, the things you do to protect yourself are the hardest ones to. The things, the things that. Are, <laughs> why? Why did it, uh, was, was it, it a David Attenborough the, moment? The the habits that you built to protect yourself are the, the hardest yeah. ones to. The yeah, the behaviors you develop to protect yourself are the hardest yeah. ones to break to, to yeah. change. That like. I I felt my heart getting pierced right yeah. now. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> like, but like in a in a good like, oh that yeah that, that yeah, hit yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, Because I'm, I was thinking while you guys were while you guys were talking, and <laughs> that's I why was, you got quiet. You know, you got quiet. <laughs> no, I was I was listening. Why did like, you text us? Because <laughs> <laughs> I was pissed. Oh uh, no! Um, and I think like one when when I started dating Claire, the like really big my really big problem was that I wanted to be a rock for other people mm-hmm. and like or would be very self-erasing in that where like I would always put what I needed and what I wanted and what was important to me aside mm-hmm. for other people um and like I I just kind of there was a point where I was just like a shell of a person for other people and like mm-hmm. I was not helpful to anyone because mm-hmm. I didn't because I was always so like I was suppressing everything and and Claire is like, are you guys familiar with the Enneagram? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Nice. Yeah. So I'm a two, which is the quick, quick thing. It's like these, there's these nine personality types and you're, you kind of belong, not belong, but you like identify with one. Okay. Uh, And they have these, these directions that they move these other numbers that they move to in stress and in health. It's similar to uh, Myers-Briggs, but it's like a different thing yeah right 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 um yeah and and so like i the the two is like the helper right and like that's one of the big problems that like helpers have is that they will like put their needs aside for other people Hmm. um and and claire is a four who are like sort of have this need for like authenticity and are very like emotional but in a neutral sense not in a like they get upset really easily but just in a like all the emotions that they have and that Claire has, she has to live them fully before she can move on to the next thing. And that was so hard for me to deal with and to understand at first. But then 
like I started to like recognize as like this is just a thing about her. Well, like if she's sad, she can understand that the reason that like the 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 thing that makes her sad um can be fixed and she knows how to fix it and she mm-hmm. knows what to do and she's gonna do it. She just needs to be sad right now. Yeah. And it can take a while, but like she just needs to to go through it. Right. She and, needs to feel those emotions yeah. first. Yeah. yeah. And like I being around like that that kind of pattern like has allowed me to become in in tune with my emotions much more mm-hmm. um and what's really interesting is that the, on the enneagram the two moves to four in health oh interesting so but then four moves to two in stress which kind of flips it around but i mean that makes, <laughs> that makes sense though yeah, yeah that does make sense um but yeah like so it's it's yeah, like because I I used to I would I would compare my emotions to the feeling of having to pee, where like like you notice that you have to pee because you're holding it back. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. start and then stop, right? Like that's yeah. what it was. Where it was like I have all this anger that needs to get out, but I like I did, didn't know how. Like I, yeah. I only knew it was there because I was holding it back. Right, and then it would come out in all these random like unhealthy ways and like unhealthy right. places, or like I would get like really upset at something that like was completely unimportant and that yeah. but that oh, became yeah. the most important thing right? right well because it's really satisfying to pee after you've been holding it exactly in for a long time. yeah 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 I, that's actually how i uh took out my anger was i just peed on you peed? <laughs> just peed on stuff mostly dogs because i felt like why are you peeing on everything now i'm gonna pee on you and wow. you belong to me yeah how long uh, did that last uh about one time <laughs> oh. <laughs> i totally i i hear what you're saying though because i i have a similar tendency to mm-hmm. um feel like I need to be stable for other people. Yeah. Even though like I'm depressed as hell. I have anxiety problems. Like I am not stable in the slightest. And like my tendency is to try to fix things. Right. When people tell me they have a problem, I'm like, I gotta fix this right now for you. And like, that's not good Mm -hmm. because that often comes at the cost of like my own mental health and the cost of my own like ability to rest ever. Yeah. And that's actually another thing that I've learned in this relationship is like, she pushes me to rest. Which is great because I've I've always been in relationships before where people push me to do more things, and oh, I'm finally wow. like I'm finally with someone who sees that that's not healthy and mm-hmm. is like, no, you need to have better boundaries and you need to say no to stuff yeah. and like just take an hour to play mm-hmm. video games and relax. Yeah, wow, yeah. yeah. Paul did that for me uh, the other night. I had a French duo that I was going to, and I was really really freaking out and I wasn't sure about it. And then I was just speaking out loud and everything I did just became. It was just fueling the stress. So I was freaking out. I was brushing my teeth and I was just like, Wah! and he's like, Kate, sit on the ground. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't have fucking time to sit Kate, on the ground. Sit. Like, sit. It was like, Kate, sit, 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 Kate. Sit, Kate. <laughs> I was like, fine, fine. So I sit. And then he said, you're going to give me five deep breaths. And I took one and burst into tears. <laughs> like I needed, I needed that pause. I needed yeah. that mint, that second. That and pause. It, that pause. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you were going to say you took one breath and then both your dogs were looking. R two did actually. Yeah, that it it turned into laughing tears because R two jumped on me and I could feel his little tail wagging against my arm (laughs) with my eyes closed. Well, yeah, no, that's fantastic to have Mm. a partner that you can just be like, hey, yeah, sit. (laughs) Yeah, and and I think that's really important because like it's really easy to not recognize when you are missing something Mm -hmm. and when someone knows you well enough to like point that out. Yeah. Like that's so valuable. Mm -hmm. It's like having a second brain. Yeah. Yeah. It's like having like a, it's like having a manager at work who sees that you need a break from work and says, take a break. Yeah. Yeah. Only like, you know, 
there's not that power dynamic. <laughs> yeah, Claire is a hundred percent like my second brain. Right. Where like I I am garbage at scheduling. Like I am complete <laughs> trash. I I can't remember like I can look at my schedule and be like, okay, these are all the times, especially now like I'm in the crunch time of rehearsals for my show. Uh, smack at the freestanding room by Wheel <laughs> One Theater, March once or eleven. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> but uh, and like I Did can you say look March once, <laughs> March one to eleven, <laughs> March once. Uh, but like I, <clears throat> as soon as I put it away, it's all out of my head. Yeah, I like can't. Whereas yeah, like I do that too, yeah. Claire's brain remember that remembers that shit so well. So every once in a while, I I'll be texting someone and like, hey, are you free Thursday night? And I go. Claire, <laughs> free Thursday night. And she goes, no, we said we were going to go to dinner. And then after that, we're going to, I was like, oh, right. Thanks. <laughs> um, but also like one of the most valuable questions we've learned to ask each other is what do you need? Yeah. Mm. Ooh. Because like there, there will be a moment where it kind of like, kind of like you, Kate, where like a, one of us is really stressed out and you just kind of like put your hand on your shoulder and go, what do you need right now? <laughs> and then we go, I go like, I just need to eat chips. Watch Brooklyn Nine. <laughs> like, okay, I'm gonna finish dinner. You go sit, or like, you know, I'll be like, I. She, she will also recognize that, like, if I'm doing dishes right now, it's because I need to. And like, maybe we were gonna go and hang out and watch a movie, but mm-hmm. like, like having a dirty kitchen really like stresses me out. And so if I just stay longer to like clean all the dishes, she knows that like I'm just not gonna be present. Yeah. If if I sit and like it's just in the back of my mind, and I'm always like, oh, what are we gonna? Like I'm starting to get sleepy. I don't want to like you know. I'm always going to be thinking. And then same with like I can tell when she like is a little off mm-hmm. when she like needs something and I go okay stop. Yeah. You know what yeah. do you like? Do you want to? I know we said we go out, but do you want to stay home right now? She goes, yeah. Yes, please, thank God. <laughs> oh man, all right, good. That's what? the best thing. I like mutually canceling plans. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> like I love when when I've got plans with people and they message me and they're like. Hey, uh, actually, like, I don't really, I can't do this tonight. Cause then I'm like, oh shit, I just got some free time. That's tight. <laughs> but it's even better when, like, when, like, we have plans together and Tefra's like, do you want to just stay in? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, something similar happened to me, uh, a couple weeks ago. I, I somehow found myself with, like, uh, three short films, potentially a fourth one, and then mm-hmm. potentially this play. And I was like, that's so many things. I can't do all of them. And I went through the, sh- the films that I for sure had, and I was like, I'm going to have to can't to, back out of this one and just before i messaged the dude he sends me a message saying hey uh like i really loved your tape that you sent but upon further consideration we're looking for someone i think a little older you know we're looking for like a dad of a teenager and like as much as i love what you did you just you're just a little young i would love to work with you in the future but i think this project's not going to work and i was like hey man it just happens you know in yeah. the game i totally get it let me know what else you and i was like god that's so great that's satisfying like the the, the 20 seconds before I was going to message him. Yeah. Amazing. I do like the idea of a guy casting the part of a dad of a teenager telling you that he'll, he'd love to work with you later. Like, <laughs> <laughs> look, 10 years. Talk to your girlfriend. Years, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> once a, you guys have a teenage child. Yeah. I have a question up. for Adrian. Yeah. Cause, uh, the mm-hmm. life coaching stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How does that affect your relationship? <laughs> does it? I haven't you, done it yet. So we'll find do you, out. Do you life coach yourself? Uh, I I mostly uh, just like to have a couple drinks and then tell people what to do. Ooh. Fair enough. I like that. I like that. Fair enough. But do you do, I, that, do you do that with yourself though? Do you have a couple drinks and then <laughs> look at yourself in the mirror and go, 
no, you need to do this. I have a friend who's coming to visit uh, in a, a couple months that does it to me. So uh, nice. <laughs> she's the one who I picked that habit up from. You're making a list of things to, to talk to her about? Yeah, I'll be like, <laughs> oh, this is going to be rough. <laughs> That's a really good person to have, though. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I had a person like that for a while, and then I cut them out of my life <laughs> for some fun reasons. Um, yeah. No, it's yeah. a, I like to call it the, the drunk inquisition. Uh, <laughs> no one expects the drunk inquisition. Just like, what are you doing with your life? What do you, what do you, what do you want to happen? Can we, can we schedule one? Can we have sure. a scheduled one? Sure. Can Just, we record I need to, one? I need to be shaken like a. Yeah. Can we? We'll maybe, maybe not. Maybe not yours, but like, I it'd be a fun thing to record. And to I have, mean, if it gets to too real, on one cannot post it. Yeah. yeah. Or post true. it for the shock value. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Julian McKenzie, co-host of the Scrum Podcast, a sports show I'm doing with my podcasting partner in crime, Tristan Damore, on the UpFord Network. Every week, we analyze something different from the Canadian sports media landscape. Lack of diversity, getting a job in the field, coverage of different sports, and answering some of the harder questions. Through a combination of back-and-forth discussion and high-profile guest interviews, we're aiming to figure out exactly what's up in the world of sports. Find us wherever podcasts are sold. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, Message in a Bottle, Morse Code, Telegram, Singing Telegram, Target, Walgreens, Bird's Nest, Dad's Shed, uh, and a crowded convention center bathroom. Just to backtrack a little bit about kind of relationships, mm-hmm. one of the, the best things that anybody ever told me was that a, a weakness is just a strength carried too far. Hmm. And... Um, yeah. Can you say that again, but slowly? <laughs> <laughs> Simon's got a little dagger in the air. Yeah. It's like pushed in a couple more just, inches. <laughs> now there's a second needle. just. Yeah. <laughs> but like all of the things that uh, you guys have been talking about as, um, you know, things that you struggle with are, they're all good things, mm-hmm. you know, that you're supportive to other people, that you're empathetic, that, uh, but you know, you carry that to a fault mm-hmm. and that's I but that's kind of the crux of of all the things you know like that you have certain strengths in this area and they come at the expense of of others mm-hmm. right right and uh like I said uh, Michael and I are really counterbalanced so he is very um uh uh, like orderly and detailed and uh you know has that kind of concentration uh-huh. and i'm very much all over the place uh, <laughs> but like you know he gets the taxes done yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. um and and i make sure that we leave the house sometimes <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point yeah, yeah. Good Both important. yeah. 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 <laughs> but and yeah, make sure you leave the house on time Right. right. Well, he makes sure. Yeah, that he does that. Yeah. yeah, that's where the fusion. The fusion Actually, goes. I'm much better at being on time. He is yeah. quite the routine to get out of the house, and it takes oh. quite a while. Because he's so, no, he's so like persnickety about everything that needs to get done. He's like, but Mike, I gotta fix the cufflinks. You gotta know gotta... where like the 85 things that you carry out with you are. <laughs> ah, yes, yes. These keys, this lactate, this. And as you get Sorry, older, that pi- oh, lactate. Yeah, okay. like the the pile gets larger and larger of things that you need to take with you um, oh man but yeah, yeah. I, I just kind of an interesting yeah. you thing, like, you bear one another's burdens yeah mm-hmm. or you wear each other down until <laughs> i guess one and the same right yeah, yeah. pretty much well you like know. one of the reasons that like when i i met michael and i was like 
yeah, let's, you know, let's get, do this, do this thing, <laughs> uh, was that he was very, um, self, uh, uh, like sustaining, like he didn't hmm. need me to oh. feed his ego. He didn't need that kind of support from me. He was a complete person by himself. Right. Um, leaving you know me to be able to be my own person and then just support each other instead mm. of uh you know constantly trying to you know feed each other's deficits which mm. i think over time gets exhausting Holy yeah shit, this is a this is a there's just a needle yeah, in my yeah, yeah. <laughs> i feel like as the the young guys who are in like yeah i mean you're in a three-year relationship but like Four, how almost, long have you almost. how long have you and paul been together Almost 12 years. Right. Wow. So, like, they've both yeah. been in relationships <laughs> yeah, for, yeah. like, half of our lives. Yeah. I feel like this That's is really exactly cool. correct, yeah. This is really cool, like, hearing yeah. you guys' like, perspectives on this as people who've been doing this for, like, longer than we've been thinking about doing <laughs> Yeah. Wow. It's definitely not mm. all rosy. Mm. It's adapting. Yeah. 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 It's all about change. Yeah. Uh, yeah I'm going to share a really unflattering story for both of Michael and I, so sorry. <laughs> but uh, I think it was when we were first married. So Michael grew up in a household where they did not watch, like, TV much. Mm-hmm. And uh, he feels, like, really, like, he's got that, like, guilt. Like, if he's not doing something productive, mm-hmm. like, that, um, you know, he's, he's not doing anything worthwhile. And I grew up, uh, I would say TV was a third parent. Right, right. <laughs> And sometimes I just want to click off and I watch, you know, TV in the afternoon. And then he came in and, and it's very atypical because he's the nicest man uh, on earth. But he's, he said something nasty about me, like just watching like crap TV oh. in the middle of the afternoon. And because I am not good at recognizing my feelings and it takes me about an hour to realize I'm mad. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I later like just came in his office and I, I called him an elitist prick, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> which I mean, we almost never fight because we're, we're just not uh, quick to anger. Like I would say that's probably the harshest words ever exchanged between. The two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Fair like enough. it's it's one of those things are just different um, values and mm-hmm. things that you bring mm-hmm. bring to the table. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. I, I resonate with both of you in that situation because like I I was raised by tv as well uh, but you're also an elitist prick but i'm also <laughs> i was gonna say but i'm also like the type who always feels like i need to be productive to the point where when i was a kid when i was watching tv i would also be doing homework or like playing a video game but like i played video games the way that like you know people collect stamps you know i'd be like okay well i'm playing pokemon it's time to catch all of them <laughs> and like put like hundreds of hours into this in a very dedicated and committed yeah. and way yeah. and like i would do that while watching tv so that watching tv wouldn't feel like a waste of time <laughs> oh man i've gotten better at that <laughs> but the the harsh words brings up because like is it because paul and i send jabs at each other with humor a lot which mm. i think keeps us less likely to actually argue because mm. of that like the jabs from time to time sometimes I, I i have to tell him i'm like i'm not in a space where i can take that today <laughs> please stop and then so we just have to be clear with each other whatever you say just so you know i will believe it so. exactly oh yeah, yeah totally yeah, yeah. I, the wound is way open like yeah. you're putting all those bad words in there but is it healthy to like snap sometimes because like yesterday and for the like trixie was whining and i was taking a shit and i was like <laughs> And then Paul was not doing anything, and I was like, not saying Paul take care of it, because I was like, he should fucking just take care of it. And I was just boiling up, and I I, I thought some mean thoughts, and I was like, should should I? Should I? 
sure it's a no. Your fingers but- <laughs> hovering over the red button, like yeah, the yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, I think- used to snap. I think I do that a lot where, like, just kind of joking around, like, I Mm -hmm. kind of, um, Mm -hmm. you know, will flippantly, you know, point out kind of just a a typical kind of reaction Mm -hmm. that that Michael, and I, I have realized that a lot of times it's probably shittier than it needs to be, but, like, sometimes it's just a, a, like, a lighter way of calling out, like, yeah. something but sometimes I'm like there's no malice in it I'm just kind of fucking around and mm-hmm. it'll have a reaction where it's uh, a little bit like defensive uh-huh. and I'm like oh right I'm just being an asshole yes. <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, yeah so I, awareness is so important <laughs> I do I I I think like if if you're finding yourself saying or like like thinking me like jams like mean things to say like it could it's potentially just like grumpiness for whatever reason yeah. you're hungry you're tired you're stressed out whatever but like i i think a lot of times those reflect some sort of deeper frustration uh-huh. that that needs to be expressed but like definitely saying you're lazy and you don't care about our dogs is not the <laughs> no. most efficient way to do no. that <laughs> I, I i've been finding myself in a similar situation at work where like we're we, there's a whole complicated thing and i've been finding myself really frustrated with like one of my coworkers Uh and like we have a lot of stuff we needed to, to say to each other, but it was all coming out through like kind of passive aggressive, (laughs) like, like why did you rename the white tea white tea? It's called a Nan may. Why did you do that? We refer to it as a Nan may. Why did you call it white tea? And like, just like something's really stupid. But like, like I, I had to actually Claire was like, so where do you where do you think all these frustrations are related? And I was like, oh, give me an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and then I figured it out. And I was like, oh, okay, this is what it is. And yeah. then we had like had a good chat about it. Mm. But I think true, a lot of true. those are like yeah, reflect something that's deeper. And like it could be something about the other person or about the dynamics with the person, or it could just be I'm super hungry right now. Yeah, as you're saying yeah, it, you know? it was like I'm really stressed at the moment. So yeah. like it was like this dog whining, high pitched, and it's just like. <laughs> fuck <laughs> and just be yeah yeah i'm probably angry with myself more than anything else and solved there it is Th- thank you sherlock yeah. one thing one thing that i find challenging do you ever how do you deal with this because i'm sure you've been in this situation where both of you are feeling shitty uh, but you know that you're feeling slightly less shitty mm-hmm. what do you how do you guys deal with that because i i'm having i've had this trouble like over the past while where like if we're both feeling bad, I know that what I'm feeling bad about is not as significant. So I'm like, okay, I have to figure out how to like put my shit aside for a bit. And like, mm-hmm. like this, this is not about me right now, but like, I'm terrible at that because I'm so used to it being about me. Yeah. Like, d- how do you, how do you shut that down? Do you want a really manipulative answer? <laughs> No no. <laughs> no, 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 step in. I'm gonna step in and, and give it a soft no. <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> I mean, how do I put a big band aid on it and yeah. cause bigger problems for the future? Yeah. Well, it's like because because the way that I see it, you, you've got three options, right? Your first option is to like hijack and make it about you. Mm-hmm. Your second option is to like ignore it, ignore your own thing, and focus on them, but like never address your own thing i feel like you have to like you have to i, I feel like there's got to be a way to like address that you are also in a bad space without taking the focus away right i think what we 
it shifts. It definitely shifts when when I see that Paul's doing because Paul supports me, you know, ninety seven percent of the time. So like, what when, about that three percent? Well, what an sometimes, asshole. sometimes, no, Come sometimes he says yeah. it's so, Paul or nothing, man. <laughs> a calendar with these at the end of the year <laughs> um, when I when Paul's not doing well because he he hides mm. a lot uh, mm. not not in a super bad way either like he just sort of he can block things out in a relatively healthy way but when I see that Paul's down it's like oh okay I got you know I got it and sometimes I can't sometimes I'm too down mm. um, sometimes if I'm too down then it, it's just about putting it all out on the table we're having trouble right now. Right. Let's try and help each other. Mm-hmm. Like, let's get the groceries. Let's fucking have an actual meal, you know, like try and figure out these ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I try to bend it on the like, he needs help right now. I need to be stronger. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think I, <clears throat> there we go. Uh, this, this is something that like Claire and I have, have sort of done a lot of work to figure out because I would do that where it'd be mm-hmm. like, I had my own shitty day, but like, Clara has these really intense problems going on. And so like, clearly these are more important. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel like that, that judgment or that decision of their problems are more important is, or like can be really problematic. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like we will, cause she would think the same things about like me sometimes where she'll go like, Oh, like she'll think her problems aren't as bad as mine are so she won't talk about her thing but then she gets like really sad because she never got to talk about the things that make her sad and then it get, gets yeah. worse right. and it like just a simple like i really want to be there for you and i will be i have things i want to talk to you about too but we can talk about those after mm-hmm. because then like it also like puts the person you're trying to support in a state where like they they're, they're like aware of when they start to just indulge in right. the because that like that can happen right when you're you're like sad or angry or ranting Right, where like you just switch. You go from I'm expressing what I what I feel to I'm riding a wave right now. Mm-hmm. And that can be that can be the case with like anything, like whether it's sadness or anger or whatever, where like I I and I notice those in myself and like Claire notices those in her and like but if if you say there's something like I'm gonna need you after, you know, then like that can come off as like really manipulative where like I'm going to be there now, but like after <laughs> yeah, now you're going to owe me, but like, like that's right. I don't no, know. You, you, you kind of got to figure out, yeah, you got to figure out how to communicate too. it. Yeah. You yeah. have to know how to communicate it with your partner, but like yeah. something as simple, even like if you're just talking about your day and how your days were and you know, there can, there can be a point where you go like, I have something I want to share about that, but please finish. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and like I just something you can you know? share, like you can commiserate yeah. and uh, together. Um, yeah. You know, like I, um, cause I don't think you should devalue, um, you know, your, mm-hmm. your difficulties or, yeah. or to think that they're less important, um, just because there's something more dramatic happening. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really admire, um, uh, my brother-in-law, uh, for it's, I think he's recently come to a point in his life where he's really like making a conscious effort to, uh, check in with like what he needs and what he wants. Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. you can see it. Like, I haven't really heard him talk about it, but you can actually see him do it. Like you can see the wheels turning and like, I admire him for it. Cause like, I'm like, I, I really should learn to do that. Uh, but he'll like stop and look down and think, and he'll pause like a good 30 seconds and be like, no, I don't need a glass of water right now. You know. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, Interesting. Really trying to zone into what he. Yeah, needs. like he'll stop and really think about it, mm-hmm. uh, which I I don't see people 
exercising like that as a new muscle like yeah. um maybe in a way that like would be healthy for for me to to do or uh, but it's interesting to see somebody doing that mm-hmm. um he's not a weirdo it <laughs> makes well, it no, sound it's really see, strange but like our not. decisions are so fueled by shoulds mm-hmm. and what we think is the right to, to actually yeah. take a pause mm-hmm. it makes sense yeah that you would need like you said that the muscle isn't like the should reflex is super mm-hmm. fast mm-hmm. Yeah. but actually thinking wait do like am i thirsty or am i just responding positive yeah being polite or whatever you know although i will say i think a a glass of water is a thing to never turn down yeah that's (laughs) fair unless you really have to pee or Or the water is bad yeah job interview i never take the glass of water oh Uh, oh yeah fair enough i mean i haven't had a job interview and i don't know how long i I nervous (laughs) drink like you probably Um, yeah if i have a drink i'm just like I mean, I, I guess I had an interview for the cafe I work at, but he offered me a coffee and I was like, I would it feel, I feel Is like that it would a, look, was that a test? I feel like it would look bad if it was like, Hey, do you want to work at this cafe? Great. Do you want a coffee? And I was like, no, <laughs> no, the coffee here is terrible. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately it's not. Yeah. But, that's, that helps. Yeah. Although there is a, um, ah, there's like a manipulative like technique that, uh, if you have somebody do something for you, it endears you to them. Hmm. So you probably should say yes, but I always feel like I'm like I'm here to impress you. Why are you yeah. fetching me things? Yeah. But wait, wait, wait. If you if you if someone does something for you, can you say it? I'm gonna fuck it up? So it, it'll say in- it again slowly. <laughs> <laughs> if uh, you let somebody do something for you, it endears you to them. Yeah. I oh. Guess it, okay. It, oh, and I'm hmm. trying to figure out the math for that. So the because boss- they feel like they're taking care of you. Yeah, so the boss gives you a glass of water and mm-hmm. it makes you go, oh man, it's so nice that he gave me that glass of water. No, what I, a good boss. No, I think no, he's saying that the boss It makes the boss good. like you more that they gave you something. If you oh. accept the water, you look better to them. Yeah. Take this glass of water, my child. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fair enough. I mean, I guess if, if it's like one of your first interactions, it, I guess it kind of shows that you are on the same page in a sense, right? Like you mm-hmm. agree, like... Because if, if they're like, if the first thing you guys do together is the boss going, do you want some water? And you say no. I feel like it, it starts with a disagreement, right? Hmm. I, don't I don't know. even think that's I don't it, know. It's, uh, <laughs> it, I think there's a, a theory that, you know, maybe celebrities become uh, slightly isolated because um, only people do things. They never oh, do anything for other people yeah. anymore. Mm. Unless they're Keanu Reeves. So it, it makes uh, the people around them kind of less human because they're always doing things for, for them. Whoa. I heard, speaking of celebrities and isolation, I heard a, a really interesting story about uh, a Super Bowl party that Tom Cruise was invited to and showed up. Uh, like this is, I was listening to a podcast and this guy used to work in the film industry and he went to a Super Bowl party at the house of this dude who worked on a movie that Tom Cruise was in. Okay. And so Tom Cruise, like no one expected Tom Cruise to show up, but he did. And he had like a, he brought a football with him that was like still wrapped in the like cellophane thing. And was like, while the game was playing, telling people like tossing the ball around and expecting other people to catch it and whatever. And they're like, like there was just this disconnected weird. Yeah, that's, like, yeah. he's like I'm still human, right? <laughs> right, where like he's just because he he's like another level, right, of like celebrity isolation or just of celebrity in general. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's that disconnected. He's got a whole Scientology yeah. army, like that on top yeah. of that. Yeah, doing shit for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's got to warp the Tom brain. Yeah, indeed. 
Tom Cruise, you're fine. Oh, my brain <laughs> doesn't need any further warping. Let me be clear. The, I think, would you say uh, the Tom Cranium? Yeah. <laughs> this is close. Uh, so close. Um, yeah, so Kendall, and we hope that answers your question. We ended up going long on this one, so I think we'll just like wrap the show. Well, <laughs> I, I feel like the, the next question is pretty quick. Yeah, but I don't want to do him a disservice by only talking about it for a couple minutes. That's like true. We can choose to either end like five minutes early or go way over time. Good and, point. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Saved for next time because mm, it's a good one. It is a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Hey, how is a good meal like an interesting person's brain? They're both rich and nourishing. True, but wrong answer. Uh, You can get a lot out of them. True again, but still not what I was getting at. Both look appetizing when plated up with an elegant garnish. Odd, but I, I guess there's a lot of ways a brain is like a meal. But the most important similarity is that they're both things George Poppy digs into in his talk show podcast, Digging In. Up for Discussion is sponsored by Digging In, a show where host George Poppy, the smartest, hungriest podcaster on the planet, invites interesting guests over to enjoy a home-cooked meal while talking about their passions. It will make you laugh, cry, salivate, and wish you had both a tasty meal and a deep, complex mind. Check out Digging In, available on iTunes and Google Play. Digging In, for hungry bellies and hungry minds. Thank you guys so much for listening. Yeah. Remember to rate and review the show on iTunes and Stitcher. We got a shitload of Stitcher reviews this week. So nice. good. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks so much. Guys. Yeah. Keep leaving did those. We, did we print any so we can read them? Uh, nope, but I retweeted oh. a bunch of them. So yeah, nice. yeah, you yeah, can yeah. see those on our Twitter. Um, yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, if you're listening to this, you probably know that a bonus episode was released yesterday. Um, it's so fun. It's very good. It's uh, <laughs> Simon and Adrian and Teffer playing a game of Jeopardy hosted yes. by me. Yes. It gets intense. It, gets, <laughs> it does. Oh man, it's so good. Oh. No, no spoilers. No, but it is fantastic. I, I, the reason I haven't shared it yet is because I don't know how to share it without spoiling it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's too excited. Just clap, clapping on the keyboard. I've, like, I've written out like five different posts. <laughs> like, no, I can't say that. Uh, and all the ones are just platitudes. Like this was a fun episode. Listen <laughs> to it. Yeah. Speaking of fun episodes, remember to subscribe to uh, your podcast app of choice to hear all of the fun episodes Indeed. directly inside your ears. And yeah. remember to share this very fun episode with one of your friends who uh, has changed. Oh. Oh. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. 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 Oh. Be like, hey, you know how you changed? Here are here, other people here, who changed. Other people changed. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it would also be interesting. Listen to this episode with your significant other if you have one. And then I just am. scowl at each other yeah. if you're not on the same page. She, she doesn't want to listen to the show. We've talked about this. We, we I've accepted this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, follow the show on Twitter at Down With Talking and each of us individually. I'm at Tom Zalatni. I'm at Know The Other Simon. I'm at Boxless Thoughts. I'm at Red Random. R-A-N-D-O-M. Shut the fuck up, you gamers. Stop what? tagging me and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> There's a gamer called Red Random, D-U-M-B, oh. and they keep tagging me, and I'm, I'm not the person. And when I send a nice, little, cute little message, I'm not the person. Point them to they the don't show. even answer. Point them to the show. Have, yeah. them, have them follow the show. That's it. Every time, be like, aha. Do you like podcasts? It's <laughs> <laughs> not too. a bad idea. We'll do. We'll do. Um, we've got a bunch of us have shows to plug. Yeah. Let's uh, go in a circle. All right. Uh, everybody come see Smackhead by We're One Theater at the Freestanding Room. That's on Saint Laurent and Marianne right above Darling. It's a bar. 
Sweet, yeah. sweet. I really yeah. liked every name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's going to be from March 1st to March 11th at 8 p.m., except on the 10th where it's also at 2 p.m. Uh, it's going to be really great. I'm, awesome. I'm really, really excited about this show. It's like the first time I've been in like a like had a, a substantial role in a place since I've graduated, and I'm Exciting. Really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Very happy yeah. for you. Uh, I will be watching uh, Star Trek The Next Generation at my house uh, every night this week. <laughs> no, no one is invited. Amazing. I'm so jealous. That's a good Actually, Everyone is invited to stay away. Yeah. <laughs> or, or watch. You can live tweet me. On, oh, yeah. Uh, if you you wanna, should live tweet the episodes. If you want to talk Star Trek, uh, I'll be doing that. Nice. <laughs> Sweet. Amazing. Uh, this is coming out tomorrow. Yes. Um, so I have a show at Comedy Works with Ooh. the Ding Dong Witch. Witches, uh, improv show. Then Thursday, Dice of Destiny at Montreal Improv. So good. It's an amazing show where it's uh, Dungeons and Dragons inspired, but this one is going to be sci-fi. Nice. I'm very happy with Stefan Speck. Um, and then on Saturday, we're continuing the running gag. I'm sorry, Steph- sorry, sorry, Simon, of me having... A ridiculous I have one amount of show shows. every six months. <laughs> <laughs> Saturday night at Indie Night at Montreal Improv, uh, Johnny Wilkinson duo will be... Uh, performing. Yeah, so, I just did a um, a duo on Saturday, so y'all missed it. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, but with Jordan McRae of of Dice of Destiny, and he is the best. He's the best. You guys were great. Uh, I have a show to plug too. Woo. I'm uh, I'm in an improv show this Sunday night at Montreal Improv. I don't know what time it's at. But, oh shit! Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm in the uh, Herald Grad Show. So oh, be nice. Um, yeah. Awesome. Cool. Exciting. Special thanks to Crackers and Jam for letting us use the title track off their EP Benson as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. This show is produced and edited by me, Tom Zalat, and I for the Upford Network. You can find out about all our great shows at upfordnetwork.com. Guys, <laughs> our merch is on sale. <laughs> our merch is on sale from February 21st, so tomorrow, until February 25th, which is uh, Sunday, Monday? I don't know. Sunday. One of those. Um, we've got... Uh, everything is on sale, $14 t-shirts, but you can also get uh, a bunch of other stuff on sale. Hoodies are $35, stickers yes. are $2. Yes. Uh, you can get spiral notebooks for 10 bucks, mm. wall tapestries for 22 Because oh, there's shitloads of stuff on there. You can get kids' hoodies for $30. Ooh. Kids' tees are also 14 you want, a, you want a mug? 12 bucks. So it's a cute-ass cute mug. It's a cute-ass mm-hmm. mug. Can I see it? Well, it's, it's the... It's That's generic art. Mind. Yeah, I like that mic. <laughs> <laughs> so go to. But I'm I'm imagining it with our bear on it. And yeah. So so click the merch link in the description of this episode and get some cheap ass merch. Yes. Julian McKenzie, this is a shout out for you because you asked when to get a hoodie for cheaper, <sighs> and I'm telling you to do it tomorrow, <laughs> Julian, from the Scrum. <laughs> <laughs> If you guys liked our theme song, Crackers and Jam will be playing a fundraiser show to raise money for their new album on Friday, the 2nd of March, at Café Mezcal, 156 Rue Prince Arthur East. They'll be playing songs from their first two EPs and the new album, El Casino, which will be out on June 15th. There will also be an art vernissage by local artists and a screening of the Crackers and Jam mini documentary. Will there be crackers? And jam. Ooh, probably. Uh, I hope so. Also, a fun treat. Up for discussion, listeners can get half price off their ticket. So instead of $10, oh. it's $5 by mentioning our podcast at the door. Nice. That's really fucking cool. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, to end the show, instead of hearing Benson now, we're going to hear a sneak peek of a song from the new album <gasps> just for you guys. It's called Leave a Note on the Door. So yeah, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. See you next week. See you next week.
Sparkle of light is clean. 